welcome to this new episode of the Women in Technology Spotlight. Thank you all for joining us again this week. Quick reminder, please don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss any of our future episodes. Today, I'll be talking to Gioma Mzekwe. Gioma is a senior technical project consultant at SAP. Welcome, Gioma. Thank you, Ronke. Thank you for having me. It's so great of you to give me your time and to talk to me. Let's kick off uh, the interview with a little bit about yourself. Tell us who you are. Um, I am Chioma and I have been living in Germany for the last 16 years, um, but, but born and bred, uh, born and raised in Nigeria. And um, currently, as you said, working as a senior project consultant with SAP. I'm a mom. Mm -hmm of three kids and a wife. And um, also I do like to um, spend time with my family, especially the kids now. I don't know, for some reason, because they are teenagers, they are quite interesting to spend time with. But I will tell you that it wasn't the same for me when they were much younger, like below six or 10, I was always, happy to <laughs> drop them off at the kindergarten. But now as teenagers and young people, I do enjoy spending a lot of time with them these days. And, and it's actually interesting because very soon they will be leaving. <laughs> I don't know how long I got with them, but yeah, so yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, and, and that's it. And also um, during my free time or when I'm not at work, I love to write. Mm -hmm. um, I love to, uh, I actually do have a, um, I would say a column or a page in, on Medium where I do post some creative um, um, nonfiction writing. And this year I started exploring fiction writing to see how that goes. Um, and this is what I like to do outside of work that is not tech. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, yeah. I love how honest you were about, um, you know, kids becoming more interesting when they grow up, you know, because most people would not actually admit to that. But it's true because, you know, they grow up into adults and you can have other conversations with them. Right. I mean, of course, yeah. they're cute when they're kids, but not now they're growing into personalities. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So you mentioned that uh, you have been in Germany for 16 years and you're obviously a fellow Nigerian, which is so nice to have on the podcast. And um, so, so you came to uh, Germany 16 years ago and you're now a woman in tech. Before we dive into the whole history, how you came here and why you came here, tell me a little bit about what you do as a job. So uh, you're a technical consultant for SAP. What does that mean? Yeah, so it means that I will work with customers, understand. So it begins with, first of all, um, implementing a solution for a customer. So SAP is a software-based, a software company. We have diverse products and I, so, um, and I am responsible or I am with the, um, the software, a cloud software um, for travel and expense. Mm -hmm. And um, so my role begins with um, implementing that software solution for the customer. 
And you can imagine working when we have major customers that have purchased SAP customer, and I'm talking about enterprise customers. Um, it's not just a simple connecting to Facebook or activating a Gmail account. There's a lot of work to deploy and implement a software for a customer. So my role as a technical consultant is to work with the customer to deploy and implement that solution for them. And that actually means, and, but my scope, my, my, particular, my particular scope is with the technical integration. So a software like ours will must integrate with the existing solutions of the customer. So a customer has their core business, their um, SAP landscape, and they have purchased a solution and there must be integration, seamless integration from all from the, our solution and the customer environment. And this is what I take care of to ensure that the customer implements that because without integrating with the SAP solution, they cannot effectively use that um, software. So this is uh, where I come in, working as a consultant, I pretty much handhold customers, understand their requirements, their pain point, and lead them to a successful uh, delivery project. This is so interesting. You know, when you say uh, you sell software, people will think about like an application and you install it somewhere and it's done. But you know, when you go into this enterprise software with SAP, that is a totally different story. You mentioned yeah. integrating. So you have to, uh, you know, make a connection to the stuff they already have. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, every customer will have different processes, right? So yeah. that you also have to look at and discuss and then make sure that that reflects the processes. Exactly, I'm just keeping it very, very simple. <laughs> but yeah. thank you for, for just highlighting it very perfectly. Yes, it's as complex as it can be and every customer is unique. Mm -hmm. So, and, and we have to now look in and look into the, analysis, the requirements, the analysis, the existing processes, and come up with a dis solution design and um, work with the customer now to implement this. Yes. So when you think about your daily uh, business and what you do every day, what do you enjoy most about that job you're doing at the moment? Yes, uh, I do enjoy the, um, the initial requirement gathering phase, like to understand the customer's uh, requirements and creating and finding the right solution for them. Mm -hmm. So I will put it in, I enjoy a lot the technical design. So it's more like a design uh, session, a design phase where we are looking at the requirements and coming up with the solution. And that I really enjoy much because it gives you like a big picture and you are taking, it gives you first the big picture of the customer is actually going to be successful to implement this project. Mm -hmm. So you know, we're going to do it, okay? And secondly, it also exposes some complexities, some, some unique processes that it's, like I said, every customer is unique. Mm -hmm. And you're going to, it's going to expose something unique about that client that would make you maybe think outside of, outside of the box or find creative solutions mm -hmm. of how to meet that, um, to meet that um, requirement. I must say as a cloud software, you know, working in the cloud, we do not really 
may not have too much room for playing, playing around or be to have much as a free room to customize. But, but in any way, I think the fun there is also to make, to, to work with the existing solutions, mm -hmm. to make it work and to fit what the customer, what the customer's requirement and to have a win-win situation. I look at it like we will not go back and say to the customer, no, we can do this but we need to find a way to make it work, a solution that will make it work with our existing um, um, pr processes or, uh, or um, um, functionalities that we have. Mm -hmm. So that I really enjoy um, in, as my role as a consultant. Mm -hmm. And also, yeah, and, and that of course, I, I would just conclude by saying that a lot, that comes with a lot of communication, a lot of explaining things, a lot of, um, trying to speak the language of the customer, mm -hmm. understanding where the customer is coming from and you know, breaking it down and making them understand this is what we have to do and to get them to the next, mm -hmm. to the point B, so to say. Yeah, it sounds like it's a lot of fun really. So mm -hmm. it, it sounds like also like it's every day is a little bit different and you have yeah. different things to do every day. And yeah. I was wondering when you think about, you know, the skills you bring to the table, you talked about creativity, you talked about communication, which of your skills do you think uh, make you successful at the customer? You know, if you ask me this question, if you asked me this question five years ago, I would say communication, mm -hmm. but honestly, right now I'm at a place where I think my creative skill is, is actually mm -hmm. um, the best thing for me so far. Like. It's interesting because I didn't know this um, before or maybe the last couple of years in my role kind of exposed that, but I can truly tell you that I really enjoy using my creative skills, finding solutions for customer. I really do enjoy that. And somehow, I, I guess maybe the communication app will always be a part of me and will be there. You know, I will use it, but I think the creativity right now uh, tops it for me. Like mm -hmm. I really enjoy and I am happy that I'm used, I have that skill because I have seen that really pay, pay, pay big time for me in the projects that I have run, I have held or, or led. It's interesting that it changed, you know, that your perception changed from communication yeah. to your creativity. And this brings me to, to another point, you know. Um, so did you, always want to go into tech would you have ever envisioned uh, being at this point in your life doing these things oh no i will not so <laughs> i actually did i write about it or not but i maybe i thought i wrote it in my head so <laughs> i i never ever thought i will end land in tech so i can say to you that technology I was aware of tech even as a young child, but I intentionally knew that tech was not for me. I don't know, back then in Nigeria, they associated tech with a lot of physics, maths, mm -hmm. um, um, yeah, physics and maths, further maths, you know? Yeah. And, and, and while I was good at maths, but I was not, I hated for the math. So I didn't like it. So, I, and physics also was not my strength. So I knew that I was going to stay away from the tech, anything engineering, technology. I didn't want that. And I was pitching my tent towards the business field, accounting, economics. That was one, I thought I, thought I was going to be a banker. 
I was really hoping to work in a financial institution and be one guru in the fin, fin sector and insurance and, and what have you. So, um, and, and when I finished and, and it led me, I went and I did actually studied accounting in the university and I did well. I think my, I was doing well in anything economics and uh, doing well in mathematics, in the pure arithmetic, I was doing fantastically well there. And, and the whole logic reasoning, I enjoyed that. But you know, when I finished school, I was hoping also to land a job in the bank, but that didn't come for me. And fortunately for me, the first job I landed was in a telemobile company, a telecommunication mobile company. And that was my first launch into tech, I would say. So even though I was working there as a customer, um, a customer service, um, officer and as, as a young graduate, you know, working with customers and, you know, sales and stuff like that. But it still exposed me to a little bit of technology because we were handling troubleshooting. We were looking at why lines, communication things were not working for people. And I, that's actually my um, initial exposure to tech, getting to use tools, CRM tools, log, logging tools, event logging tools, and, and that was the kickoff for me. So shortly after, I think I was just about a year in that job when I now moved to Germany. And, um, and coming to Germany, I, I was lost as hell. Like, Ronke, it was tough. I, you know, the first thought was continue with your accounting. That is where you have a degree. That's where you have a certificate in. But again, it dawned on me that I can fit in. It was totally different, completely different. So it could have to be that I will have to um, start again from the beginning, maybe another three, four years to, I don't know. And trying to make that decision, I was asking myself, even if you stay another three, four, five years, would you even make it? <laughs> would you still understand? Especially because the accounting, call it buchhaltung, or the, you know, is totally different. So I was confused, but um, as it may be, I took a bold step to go back to school to do a master's. So maybe I could find my path from there, you know, whatever. So when I went in for my master's, um, it, it, I, I took this interesting course. So the master's had a lot of program, even had a lot of courses. I mean, I also had financial management there, which I thought I would love because of my accounting degree. But when I had the course, I was even more lost because it was <laughs> the financial management is a step in. It's, it's an, you know, it's just like you are coming from undergrad, you have learned a lot of the German market finance. And and I and I didn't have that basic, I didn't have the foundation. No. I didn't have the background. So I was, I mean, I I was lucky to just get out of that course with a good grade. <laughs> I just <laughs> so what then was the deciding factor that I knew I wasn't gonna have any business with finance like it was clear to me because I was lacking a lot so um so but then I was happy there was a particular course called project management and that I really loved it fit me it fit my it fit my profile then the communication the the pure you know project management and I was advised by my um, 
professor, one of my professors to look into an internship that would help me. So, and that was when um, being a student, I quickly went to a telecommunication company because I have worked in telecommunication and, and that was it. So I got my intern, I started my internship with Deutsche Telekom mm -hmm. and um, worked in a, um, under the quality and process department back then, but they did a lot of project management as well, a lot of process management, change management, project management. So it was really good. I ended up staying almost a year because I also did my thesis with them, my MBA thesis with them. And, and that was my um, soft landing into tech, I would say in Europe. <laughs> so, um, and I would say it's just, um, I, I keep telling people about um, your experience you have could be the, the path for you. So I have the people that are very stuck on, I studied this, I want to continue this, I want to continue what I studied in. And I, tell, I also share my story about experience, be open and see where you are, you're gonna have the experience and see if that will actually, you can create and create a path for yourself because that's what happened to me. And from there, I, I finished my, uh, um, internship and study and now got a job in IBM as a, as a project manager and that's how I in the tech world and that's how I kicked my kicked off my you know consistently now grew my career in tech. I love your story because it reflects so much of what a lot of women uh, experience you know like this first initial thought that tech is not for you it's about math and physics and mm -hmm. this is not what you want to do and then you know going another path and studying something else and then what I also loved is the part of how you then went into this mobile company and then realized that you got into contact with tech. And that, I think, um, is a good illustration of what is happening in our world today, right? Yeah. Everywhere you go, there is some sort of tech. And if you have yeah. some sort of acumen and you, you, know, you learn quickly, you can always acquire some knowledge about tech. And there is no part of our life anymore that does not you know, come in contact with tech. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that, that's, that's totally true. And then, um, of course, going to Germany is a really big leap. I mean, I would like to talk a little bit about that because, I mean, the, you and I, we share uh, uh, this, this experience of being a Black woman in tech, but mm -hmm. for me, it's still a little easier because, of course, I partially grew up here. Yeah. But it's a unique thing. So tell me, how did you experience coming from Nigeria into this new culture where everything is different the language is different how did you experience that it is hard <laughs> worse than it is so it's not easy but one thing that keeps me going or one thing i know for sure is that i do not play the victim okay i don't play um okay it's bad there is no chance for me and i throw in the towel so that has never been my mantra. I kept moving in every little way, baby step each day, one step at a time, one day at a time. So um, it took me almost two years to get, okay, almost a year and to get my first role, okay, as a project manager. I could blame it on the recession going on then, <laughs> within the 2010, 11, okay, it was really bad, but 
and I was a new mom at that time too. I had my last child. So everything worked for, but I know I was constantly sending out applications, intensively interviewing <laughs> still, okay? And still it was tough. Now, um, I, will, I, I will certainly agree that there is an element of my uh, multicultural background that has affected me in going in, uh, having the hard, I would say a little bit of harder experience than the others. Mm -hmm. uh, but as I mentioned, um, I understood that, I recognized that it's not going to be easy, Chema, for you. So you have to be ready to work twice as hard. So with that mindset, mm -hmm. I, kept, I kept pushing. So even going into the workplace, and I have to mention my first role required me to move to Poland. I was working, I, I had to leave in Poland for a while, and, but I was supporting German customers. So working with German clients and German teams. So it was, it was also a huge culture shock for me that I was struggling with the language. You know, Germans speak um, their language. I understood and spoke German because of course I live here and the kids, but of course I also needed time you know, at that time I was to still get up to that proficiency, that business level proficiency. So everything culminated to a huge um, efforts, you know, lots, you know, on my side to cope with, you know, to, to deal with, you know, yeah, yeah. it was a lot. I'm struggling with the, the, the language. I'm struggling as a mother. I am so, but, but I, I remember even, I know my, uh, my mom, will always, I mean, I remember telling my mom, it's too much, I want to go, I want to leave. And she will be like, um, yeah, well, um, uh, don't just want one at a time, right? That's what he, she always mm -hmm. reminded me of, like, I should always take things one at a time. She's like, okay, what is it now that you are working on? I'm like, yeah, I have the baby on my laps and I have to type something, she's okay then. <laughs> then um, keep the baby <laughs> and type the stuff or type and, and, and pick up the baby later. So, you know, once at a time and um, a lot of people, when I share my story, they always ask me, you're crazy. How did you do all that? How did you have a baby and you graduated and you're also working within the next, how are you managing that? I have people, you are working full time and also with three kids, how did you do it? Like, yeah, it, it, it was not easy for me because all these things have to be done. I have to work twice as hard for me to actually break in to the, um, to the career that I wanted, to create the path that I wanted, okay? Yeah, it's, it's been a, a journey. And when I look back down, I, I feel nothing but pride. <laughs> yeah, and you really should. I mean, this is something amazing that you did there. And what I hear is that you are a fighter at heart. And I also feel that it, this is a very Nigerian story, you know, because yeah. Nigerians are fighters. Yeah. I mean, of course, this is a generalization and you shouldn't generalize, but if you know life in Nigeria, you know yeah. that. Yes. You know, I, always go, take the next step, no matter how hard it gets. Exactly. I think so because if you also think where we come, where we came from, oh, you will. If you could survive in that environment, honestly, 
you could make it anywhere, literally. Like Not New you, York, it's actually in Lagos. <laughs> yeah. And I started also my my journey as a young person immediately after university in Lagos. So like I did my youth service, if you're familiar, youth service in Lagos, and I started my first job in Lagos. So all the young starting on your feet as you know, coming out from your parents' house, leaving the nest, I went right into Lagos and I grew from there. So yeah. if you were able to make it in Lagos, so for me, it, it gave me that tenacity to, to fight my way through here in Germany. Yeah. And I mean, it was a lot. I mean, you had yeah. to learn language, yeah. you had uh, to try to get on the job market, you had little yeah. children. Um, do you feel that working in tech, even though it was a lot, made it a little bit easier to bring together family and, and job or is it just the same anywhere? No, I, I exactly. I mean, I just got goosebumps as you asked this question around here, because when I keep thinking about it, I will tell people, thank God for the job that I had. Thank God that I am in tech. Like without being in tech, I'm not sure what industry could have supported me or allowed me, especially with my family and children. I, I, I don't know, was it, was I maybe working at a hospital or going in the bank or working, where? I worked from home. So the first um, five years of my career, I had the flexibility to work from home. And those times were golden. Like having children under six. So my, when I started my career, so they were under six. So, and I think the one was just below two years old. And you can imagine at that age, of course, they were all going to the kinder, daycare, kinder creeper, all those things, kindergarten, but you know how they get sick there, sick days, and I could stay at home and take care of my kids without going off job. My performance was not, um, I mean, days if I could, I had to take off, I took off, but the home office was a huge, a huge safety net for me, you know, to be present with these kids and be there for them. And, 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 you know, uh, and I didn't lose out. I didn't miss out. I didn't say, well, I have to stop working now. So I have to, so I, 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 I mean, also a part of me also wanted to do this. Regardless, I was a mom. I am a mom. I was a young mom at that time, but I really wanted to do this as well. I also wanted to work. I also wanted to be a working mother. I wanted to apply my knowledge that I had here. So yeah. it was a win-win for me. I, I, and having the, the tech, you know, uh, um, the opportunity to work from home and take care of my babies at that time and still consistently grew my career, um, you know, in, in yeah. a very regular and normal pace. Yeah, I think this is so important for women to understand. And this is for me, one of the reasons I want to get women into tech, because I want them to understand that this gives you an amount of flexibility that you will not yeah. have in the careers. Yeah. And I thank you. Exactly. For telling this part of your story as well, because I think it's so important and, and yeah. most powerful. And unfortunately, our time is already nearly over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. so before we say goodbye, I would like, I mean, I learned a lot from your story already, but mm -hmm. um, if you think about young women who follow us into this field, mm -hmm. is there something mm -hmm. you want to tell them that they should think of to make a career, maybe some tips or something you learned? during your journey? Yes, I would say um, to stay um, to stay curious. I know maybe it sounds cliche, but 
this has certainly worked for me, okay? Um, staying curious and secondly, um, do not give up. Let's, let me, let, let's just use the word, do not give up the fight. <laughs> but yes. yeah, don't, don't, don't just give up, don't throw the towel, keep taking consistent steps all the way, it's a journey, okay? It's a journey. So just one step at a time and you will, you know, get to where you're heading. And, you know, and, and the staying curious part of it just has gives an open mind because you don't know where, where it could lead you, right? Yeah. And where it lead you could be the best and, and or the, be the better option. So exactly. And also, <laughs> Um, depends on your personality. People like us are very, uh, yeah, we love doing new things. So <laughs> that part of being curious has always, um, um, always carried me forward. Yes. Thank you. Wise words. Stay curious because you will always learn something new and don't give up because, yeah, it's actually a very good point that this is a journey. Life is a journey. You yeah. never know where mm -hmm. you'll end up. You never know what's going to come next. Just, you know, mm -hmm. keep an open mind. So yeah. thank you so much for that. So it was a real pleasure having you here. And um, so thank you and goodbye. Thank you, Ronke, for having me. Take care. Bye-bye.